George Carlin. I'm sorry, I'm you focusing look? on looking up uh, Wikipedia stuff. <laughs> the most nerdy thing to be said. I'm looking up Wikipedia. Has a gross picture. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't make that noise. It's okay. I'm just not. I I can't. Well, I don't. My arse. Who was it? It was oh Seth you're, Seth Meyers and his like co-person, like one of his. I think like his like his head writer or something like that. Okay. Um, they did a thing where J.J. Abrams, quote unquote, sent them a real lightsaber. Okay. Have you watched? Oh, this thing? I did watch that. That was hilarious. It was amazing because he was doing like the the sidekick was doing all of the impressions of the Star Wars characters, and it was incredible. Yeah, he did a really good job. He did an awesome job. He did Yoda. He did. I think he did Darth Vader. Um, he definitely did Chewbacca. It was just. It was really well done, and Andy Sandberg was in there too. And Andy Sandberg is entertaining. He yeah, is himself. They, had, they had good cameos in it, and it's all about. These what you would do with a real lightsaber if you had yeah one. oh well well and then there's first I would toast some bread well they, they kind of really that's not the first thing I would do so there's also I gotta wake up and um, you know. Rocket Jump did a uh, couple of videos called assholes with lightsabers mm-hmm. I've never seen those ones they're incredible it's about basically this bro who's just running around being a complete and utter asshole with a lightsaber and using the force and like. Picking up somebody's Prius with the force and throwing it. Okay, so this is not just lightsabers. This is like if, so the if first regular one, Joes had, had the force Jedi, had, had had the Jedi powers. Yeah, and it, were it's also really, really good. That's I mean, great. it's Rocket Jump. Yeah, Rocket Jump oh, is fun. I haven't oh. had a chance to watch it, but guess what came out today? What? Con Man. Oh, actually, the first four episodes oh. came out yesterday or the day before. I think they were today. At uh, any rate, I've watched the first four out. episodes yesterday. I haven't seen them. I didn't get the email. Oh. I got the email. Well, you're you're just a filthy pleb. Apparently, um, you need the email because that email has. The I code. know. You should probably get on that. I'm going to. So, uh, quick review, no spoilers. First four episodes really funny. Each episode's around ten to fifteen minutes long. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't realize that Felicia Day had such a big part in it. Uh, mm-hmm. she's essentially like his sidekick. So she makes did sense. A lot of the movie as like his assistant. Okay. Um, okay. So that's cool. Uh, and she was actually just on Nerdist. She has a new book, and the book is pretty good from what I understand. Mm-hmm. My, my co-worker, she's reading it, and she's loving it. Um, and then also with that TV show is the fact that cameos are just, like, flying left and right, which is oh, great. Yeah. It's what I wanted to, I wanted to be a lot of cameos, and it's a lot of fun. And the writing's just as good as I thought it was going to be. It, it's living up to expectations. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. It I, is sad, though, that all the episodes didn't come out once. Maybe. Yeah. But we're going to get more. I know, so, but like I so on Vimeo the way they do it is they have like it's on demand Vimeo and it shows all the episodes but some of them are grayed out cuz you can't watch them yet. Oh, so I'm just like see looking it. at the list of episodes and they all have titles and I'm like, "Oh, I can't watch episodes 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13." <laughs> Damn. No, so I got an email from Vimeo saying, "We think you'll like Con Man." That's not the same. Buy him well, now, you fuck you too, video. Um, yeah, I would probably check your junk mail, and then if it's not in there, uh, I'm sure if you email them, they'll oh yeah, fix yeah. the issue. Hey, I paid you. Yeah, I give me, you the give money. me the swag. Exactly. It's good. Uh, so once you get a chance to actually see it, like not you guys, but I'm saying like people who didn't back the, the Kickstarter, audience. uh, I would totally suggest it. It is really good. Yeah, it's super solid and uh, super solid sneak. Hopefully soon, they just premiered it, uh, Laser Team. 
Yeah, Infinity Laser Team soon. premiered in Austin and it At got really fun, good. Fun, fun Fest? So, I don't know. It got really Whatever great reviews. Was. That's all I know so far. Um, but it's not coming out, I don't think, to everyone else for another week or two. Yeah, it's still got a little bit of time, but the reviews are that it's pretty campy. And Which it's, it's supposed to be. Yeah, and it's it's like it's kind of taken a whack at like the Spielberg esque sci fi. That's the one I heard was like, what was it? It's, it harkens back to Spielberg, but it also has like the Rooster Teeth flavor to it. Yeah, and that looks that's exactly what I yeah. would expect. Rooster would Spielberg. Rooster Roosterberg. Roosterberg. Roosterberg sauce. Right, exactly. Worcestershire? <laughs> that word is fun to. You <laughs> couldn't get that in 82 tries. No, I'm pretty sure he can say Worcester. Worcester? Yeah. That's but the problem is, some people say, like, Worcestershire. It's just a, it's one of those words that. Like, some people say no Wor- Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcester. Oh, he put the episode number in there. Ah, you I know. clever. I know. I, I kept it, it going because I don't want to give him the satisfaction of being actually, like, oh. Josh didn't notice. I did not even come close to noticing that. <laughs> I win. What episode of the number was it? 82. 82. 82? Uh, See? Uh, See if you're that. paying attention. No, I wasn't. No, that's true. Yeah, you don't. Not only did I notice you put the episode number, I didn't even notice the number you said. Nope. I just know you said a certain amount of times. A, a certain number more than one. More than one. But less than 7,600. Oh, if this were two episodes ago, I could be like, hey, you know how many calories this kickstart has? 79. 80. Two episodes ago, today's episode 80. 82 two minus, two minus 2 equals 79. Kickstarter. 11 <laughs> classmates <laughs> minus 3. Sorry. The train is going Large, 82 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> yep. I was going out of the ones that we had released. How fast does the DeLorean have to go? <laughs> In six episodes. <laughs> So how's everyone? DeLorean speed. No. I'm doing okay. A little tired. Has it been a while since we recorded, or did we come out with an episode last week? We came out with an we episode We came out with an episode. I know we're too we used to... We out-nerded ourselves. It's true. Okay, cool. We did do it. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember which last episode was which, or where they it fell on the timeline. I was going to say, we're used to missing episodes now, which is bad. Yeah. yeah. It's been busy. It's, it's going to get worse, too, I got a feeling, with the holidays coming up, and that's usually when we take our longer breaks. Yeah, we're going to make sure that we do things. Uh, hey, guys, by the way, I'm going on vacation next week. Son of a... <laughs> you knew Son this! This is why we're recording it's true. Steve tomorrow is because it's I... true. I, it's I'm true. on vacation all yeah. next week. There's Wi-Fi I could try to record. It, and Probably not a good idea. Because it would be through my iPad on Skype with... You know, a lot of Wi Fi. All sorts of no. Yeah, that sounds like that's <laughs> all terrible kinds idea. of no. Like six different varieties of powdered no. <laughs> powdered mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I mean, well, he's traveling, so he has to use like the add water stuff. Like, you can't just use, he's got to use instant no. So he has to use dehydrated water? No, that's no. Dehydra- dehydrated no. Dehydrated no. You add water to the no. No. I was drowning no. Drowning no. Hey, this joke is also no. <laughs> it's, not really an, it's not really a joke so much of as... This gag has an, gone on an, too an much. An amusing... So no. Weird tangent. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been just... I started playing uh, Fallout New Vegas again. Sweet. Getting on the, that uh, is to say he finally Fallout. went from Fallout 3 into New Vegas with the mod he's using. It's true. So there's the Tale of Two Wastelands mod, which I don't know if you're familiar with, I am Josh. not familiar with this mod. So it's a mod you can get, but you have to have all the DLC for both games 
Okay. Which I happen to have on Steam. So, so he by both games, you mean Fallout 3 and, and Fallout, Fallout New Vegas, Vegas. All the DLC for both those. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of content. It is. That's it's like true. about, I would say, 300 hours worth of content? Uh, <laughs> no. 200, 250, I'd say. It's a lot. It, well, it depends it's on if you play everything and do do- yeah, different play styles, then definitely like 250. Well, and, and here, so here's what so it, it does. Do? It bridges it, them. It takes it takes the Fallout Three content Mm -hmm. and it makes it basically DLC quote unquote for Fallout New Vegas. Not the other way around. No, that's weird. You're playing all of Fallout Three in the engine of New Vegas. Oh, okay. Now it makes sense why they they would do that. So it gives you the ability to do like ADS gun mods. How's it? How's it work with experience level? Because I mean, so. Funny story. Okay. It doesn't really. It it doesn't cap you. Okay. At least I haven't Actually, found I a cap. I think there is a. Well, regardless, well, no, as I think the start... level cap in Fallout Three with all of the DLCs was like forty or fifty. Oh, okay. So you haven't hit level cap, but there is a cap somewhere. Right. Okay. A natural cap from the original game. I believe so. I don't know if they changed it with the mod. Okay. Anyway, regardless. I haven't hit it. Okay. And what you can do with that is once you finish Fallout 3, there is a new special area that they made. Okay. It's a train. That allows you to unlock the train that takes you out to New Vegas 15 years you, later. You could start... 15 years yeah, later. You could start in New Vegas if you wanted to. Well, it, yeah. Like, you have that option at the beginning. They recommend you start in 3, though. So right. do they make it so when you wake up from this 15-year nap, yet you're back down to the no. level you were? No. You, you have all of your swag and your companion if so you had one. So essentially, you're super overpowered for New yeah, Vegas. Th- I, th- yeah. I think the idea is that you, like, work your way across... To the Mojave, because a train wouldn't really be able to get you there. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it, it yes, could. there is the transcontinental rail railroad, but after a nuclear apocalypse, well, it's unlikely that it would get you. In any there. case, Regardless I made of it that. there with Fox, okay, and all my gear, okay, and all my levels, okay. And I'm destroying things. That's what I was saying. Like, <laughs> I, th- I would not suggest this mod for people who are playing new or Fallout Vegas for the first time. No, because you're completely ruining Vegas, New Vegas. Because mm, essentially, you're not ruining it. You are because you're you're not playing a game anymore. You're just steamrolling through the story. There's something to be said for that though, because I found that one. I've of... been challenging myself. Yeah, I've been like, how? If you're so overpowered, I've been limiting the guns I can use. It's true. He's been using like that's, no, that's, no. There's yeah, a there's like the it. repeater that he uses. The cowboy, the cowboy repeater. repeater yeah. is actually a terrible gun. Well, I understand that, but if you have to make conceits in the game to like make it fun. No, it's a good, it's a fun gun to use, but it does terrible damage. I, I, I also, I know, I've it. been trying to use VATS as little as possible. I guess. There, Again, though, these there are is all a lot, self-imposed constraints. But, but that, there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, I like, one of the ways that I decided that I would challenge myself in a game was doing melee only. And that was really hard, actually. <coughs> no, I, and, I, I um, mean... See, for that kind of stuff, I understand for, like, uh, speed runs, that kind of stuff, like, having, like, these limitations to put mm-hmm. on yourself. But when you're just playing the game, I feel like what they could have easily fixed this issue, the modders could have, by making a conceit why you lose levels between the two games. Yeah. No, I mean, it would make sense. Like, like I feel like that was lazy game design. Um, Even though they're not game designers, they're I, modders. I think it was... I mean, you could very easily do it yourself <coughs> if you wanted to play that way because it's on PC. 
you can very easily modify any oh, of these things I, yourself. I completely understand what you're saying, um, and I, I, right. I'm just saying by a game design philosophy, I feel like doing it the way they did, they pretty much well, make it so New Vegas I is think, ruined because well, you're no, not actually challenged I don't, I don't by the see game. It as unless ruined, you have though, to, you know, I don't close one eye while you play it. But I mean, I don't, I don't see it as ruined necessarily because some people want to be able to just sort of wander the landscape and appreciate, like some... I'll be honest, one of the things that turns me off to sometimes in Fallout 3 currently, which I was playing, is I'll find a place and be hideously under-leveled, under-geared, under-whatever, yeah. and get just completely stomped. And I go, wow, I don't know how high a level I have to be right. to do this properly. And, and the first in- time I played New Vegas, I had that same problem. Right. I walked into an area that was infested with Cazadors, and, and Cazadors, I couldn't get out. And, and there's something to Again, be said about that's, that. Like that's the other extreme of bad yeah. game design. Having a game where you, the player like doesn't know where they are allowed to go. Like, it's like, yeah, it's the balance between having like a map that says, you know, here be dragons, and yeah. not going to that area, and just having no warning that, hey, here be dragons, and getting stomped. So, so Josh, you sound very angry this week. Uh, or at least a little worked up. A little maybe tense. a little bit worked up. So this week, I don't know if you noticed this or if you guys have. I have seen avoided this. it. Thank God. Facebook has gotten the the, the chain letter train uh, going uh, again. Choo choo, yeah. motherfucker! Oh my gosh! I, I think this is when people say like you know Facebook is going to go the way of MySpace at some point. This is what makes me think they're right. I think it's already well on the way. I, I don't because there's no contender yet that's really True. toppled it. Whereas with MySpace, it got a contender and it like shut it down. <laughs> um, shut it down. So, are you guys are familiar with chain letters? So yeah. old yes. school chain letters that you do see in emails where it'd be like, you know, hey, you have to send this to 15 of your friends or you're going to die a horrible death because reasons. Final destination. That style, yes. Um, or there's ones that are just scams. So, like, you know, hey, you have to pass this along because they're going to, if you don't, this will happen. Well, that's what goes on on Facebook way too much. Right. It's particularly around privacy. Yes. So, you know, copy and paste this message or Facebook's going to make all your information public unless you pay them $6 a month. What? Because Facebook has totally come public and said... We're going to take all of your information and do that. Well, the the, the problem Ever. is, like, why would anyone think that a status update is the the way that works? Because because people they don't are understand stupid. Well, no, people don't no. understand how legalese works, or they don't understand how features on the internet work. Like, you know, a go to settings, look at your privacy settings, and click something. Yeah. Instead, they think you know, yelling into the ether, just be like, hey, don't do this. Well, that's so much easier than actually going and doing research, Joshua. For a while, there was the thing where it was like, it was actually an okay practice to like put that disclaimer in um, in a description that you had because for a while, like people figured out, oh, we actually do need this legalese here. Otherwise, we really have no recourse on our privacy settings because Facebook didn't have the right settings. There, and that was like the only effort some people could take. But even that wasn't actually helping you because... It didn't do anything. Yeah, no, it didn't do, anything. Yeah, it no, didn't, it didn't do, do anything. anything. It was just like, well, I guess I'll try it and hope. Yeah, and so like this has never been the case on anything. Like as right. far as like, you know, just... It just annoys me to no end. And this kind of stuff makes me realize that one, the... the the age of people who are using Facebook is getting higher. 
And oh, yeah. I would say so, yeah. And so, therefore, it's becoming more of a place where it used to be with, I would say, like, email is now, where people were like, if you don't use it for work, you pretty much just get junk, and it's just, like, crap posts, essentially mm-hmm. crap emails. Uh, I, think, I feel like Facebook's getting that, that way. And it, I got a feeling it's not going to be making it much longer, unless it's going to be, like, AOL today. So what you're saying is get off my internet. I'm saying, no, if you, if, the opposite, actually. I'm saying <laughs> I don't want to be in that world where everyone is get off my internet. I want to go back yeah. to a world where people are just having fun on the internet. And yeah. I'm, yeah. There's not really a good place for that anymore, though. I don't know about you guys. Like, I guess Reddit, but that's a different kind, kind of thing. Of, that's not really. Reddit to, yeah. a, to a degree. I, I mean, I do a lot of social interaction now through Twitch, personally. Well, yeah, Twitch, but I feel like that's more of almost like a subreddit, like where it's like, you know, that's yeah. a community that's gone. Through, like That's, that's like, a, focused su- that's on like a gaming subject, subreddit almost. almost. Um, I do feel like Snapchat is probably where it's at right now just because of the fact that there's more group settings now for Snapchat. Um, and people can do like their, their, I forget what they call it, like your wall almost where you have... Like, oh, your, your uh, story. Your story, that's what they're calling it, yeah. I don't use Snapchat like uh, well, at all. I have started using Snapchat most, a lot. Most people our age and older don't, and that's yeah. why it's getting popular because that's now becoming the place I for... Don't yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, Snapchat. I sort of fell into using Snapchat because people were like always sending, they were like, do you have Snap? Do you have Snapchat? Like, fine. I have one. Now a lot of people send me stuff, so it's, you know, whatever. Yeah, and it, it, it be, it's becoming more like a social media place where before it was just a messaging service. Well, it's like it's it now sort much of like more, Facebook. Exactly. It, it feels like, much more like a social it, media network. It's sort of network. like Twitter in that you like, oh, here's this six-second post about what's happening with me right now. And instead Is of doing... Is Vine still a thing? Vine's, Vine's still, still a thing, thing but yeah. it's been kind of overshadowed ever since Instagram got video as well. Because mm. now that Instagram has right. video, you have a bigger following on Instagram, so why make a Vine when you can just make an Instagram video and yeah. get more attention um, than doing it on Vine? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vine still has a shorter time that you can record, so I feel Six like it's a little bit more concise. 15? Uh, I think it's 12, but you might be right. I can't remember. And, uh, it's 15. They went and doubled it. Um, so, like, I feel like that's there's something to be said about the more concise videos. Have you guys ever watched Five Second Films? Yeah, I love Five Second Films. They're so good. In fact, I would sub- I am subscribed to them on Vine, so I can just watch them all on Vine. It's yeah. one after the other. If you haven't checked out Five Second Films, I highly recommend it. My favorite is, uh, I, I can't remember what it's in, the actual title is. I want to say it's, like, Late or something like that. And it's just a guy who wakes up, looks at his clock... Realizes that oh, he was late. Doesn't he like scream the entire time or yeah. something? Yes. Yeah, that, just, that, that, that's like, a very famous one. It's just hard cuts <laughs> to him in different <laughs> and in situations, sleeping. and he's just saying the word "fuck" through the entire thing. You're just that's like, what it fuck. Was yeah, <laughs> and then does it end in With a loop? Just, like no, waking well, up no, in no, a no. dream or something like that? No, that he just, just like goes to sleep. He just hits the head, and that's where when he hits the bed is where it goes fuck. Okay, and then he wakes up. Okay, so it is kind of like a yeah. If you watch it in a loop like you would on Vine, right. it really makes it like... Every day. Uh, yeah, one story, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. No, so, Five so Second yeah. Films did a great job. They are actually the guy... Some of those guys are associated with Video Game High School. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Brian yeah. Ferenzi is one of the guys who... He was the one that played The Law. Okay. I yeah. am the, the Law. Yeah. Right? So good. Yeah. Moral of the story is I'm getting so tired yeah. of Facebook's stupid posts and yeah. just uh, 
All right, let's get Josh to a happy place now. Okay. Find your happy, happy place. place. Find your happy place. Happy place. So, Find your happy place. Speaking of, you know, new media as far as, like, Snapchat mm. and that kind of stuff and popularity, um, I feel like I'm not positive, but I'm 99% sure this is the first time this has ever happened. A podcast. A podcast. Is going to be turned into a TV show. Well, it's not. Well, it's sort well, of. Sort of. Is so, it a podcast that's been turned into a TV show? Kind of. Kind of. Nerdist. Brr. Nerdist became a TV show. For a brief period of time. Mm-hmm. It was in the roughly the same format, and he just had people on to talk about stuff. It, it was a TV show. It was short-lived. Okay. But I can, the, I can have... see that. I feel like that's almost cheating. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't really... Okay. I'm, I'm a not, non-fiction, but... right. I guess, is the so, right word. So the, the, the difference here is that Serial is quality. telling a story. Yes. It is a story-driven podcast as opposed to an interview-driven podcast. So there hasn't necessarily been a video mm-hmm. version of a story-driven podcast like Serial. I will con- I will concede okay. that yeah. fact. And then since you said Nurse, actually after you said that, and after thinking of it in that you know, light, yes. I guess you could also count Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Star Talk with Neil deGrasse because Tyson, that Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah, but I feel like all those are almost cheating because they're essentially putting a camera in the room while they're podcasting. Yeah, it's not and really making a show. TV show so right. much as a and filmed I, thing. And I agree. It, yeah. it is not a produced TV show. Okay. I, I will concede that. That's a good point. Okay, that, that'll be our, our you know, concede that. A The first time a TV show, a produced TV show has been made off of a podcast. We'll go with that. It's not exactly the right word, but it's close enough. Mm. So what we're talking about close is... Close for horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> So what we're talking about is Which the Which is weird because the podcast, of a grenade is so much bigger than a get this through, horseshoe. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go off on a tangent. Um, Serial, if you guys remember, I was talking about that way back. Way when back when? First coming to out. The way back machine. Uh, the real, or the, from the guys that, from two people who were on NPR, they spun off, made their own production podcast company, and they right. made Serial, which was a true crime Serial, I guess you could say. It was the form. the story of a basically serial killer. Nope, who, not serial killer. Oh, I thought it was a serial uh, killer. He killed one per- It was a oh, true um, crime story. That's right. He was that's right. accused of killing his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend at the time. And it's all about, did he actually do it? Going back through, looking at the crime. That's talking to him. Talking to everyone who was around him at that time. And trying to figure out if this guy is in, you know in prison for life because he actually did it or not. Um, and it was really compelling. They did a really good job. It was almost like in-depth reporting, but in podcast form, weekly. It was first time I've ever heard anything like that. It was really cool. And um, it was incredibly popular. Oh, yeah. It blew up. It's actually probably one of the... It is, in fact, the biggest podcast ever so far. But more importantly, it is kind of what brought podcasts to the mainstream more than anything else has. I would agree. People now know what podcasts are a lot better than what they used to because of Serial. Um, and that's also why we see all these places now making new podcasts. Like, There's almost like a whole new line of podcasts that are like well-produced podcasts that mm-hmm. were used to be like on the radio, but now they're just making podcasts. Podcasting in general has become a very accepted new media, I think. Yeah. I think podcasting is now what... A web series was to television five years ago. Yeah, I can definitely see that, and it's it's still f- trying to find its way with how to get funded and how to make money, like right. how to actually and become a commercial. Series. Well, it's sort of like exactly. any new media is yeah. the funding thing. People go, well, 
do we want to fund that? How, how, so how do we get money? Yeah. How do we figure out what where, this is worth where, in where's terms my, of? Where's yeah, my payoff? What people are willing yeah. to pay for it, if it should be a subscription base, it should be ad-driven. All this stuff is still what it's figuring out. And, I, I mean, it's kind of fun to watch it grow. Mm. Um, another little bit about this is the fact that uh, it's being directed by the TV show. It's going to be directed by the guys who made the Lego movie. Uh, so it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I actually like those guys. Yeah, yeah, they do a good they do a good job of like figuring out how to do it. Um, but yeah, it's not anywhere close to being out yet. It's being made by uh, Fox Twenty One Television Studios, so it's, mm-hmm. so we'll just see where it goes. Yep, I'm excited. Neat, tiny. Um, a dude. He's. Oh my god, that was. Did you see that? Nope, I, I did not see I, it. I hear that was like both cool, but kind of. It was a all, little disappointing. It was bad and cool at the same time. Yeah. Keenan and Kel. Oh on, yeah. On Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Good Burger. I thought it was good. I watched yeah. it. I thought. It was, I, I, I heard some. Mi- I heard some mixed things. Well, about here's it. here's the thing. You have to remember it because it's about what it was it's, when we were kids. It's been yeah. It's been fifteen. Ish. ish years. It did right. not try to become something else. It was it definitely. Did. It in was the literally the it, same thing. I felt like I was watching it from all that. Like it felt like it just was, a sketch on all that. Which it was great for those of us who watched it. That's going to be really happy. Uh, I was right. expecting to see the girl in the bathtub with the duckies right after that, but you don't have any clue what I'm talking about, do you? No, it, no. PR escargot. That yeah, that, that was, was Keenan. Keenan. Yeah, Keenan was the yeah, guy who did it. Yeah, yeah. It was everyday French too. Everyday French. So there with PR escargot. Uh, there was vital, Beth, in, yeah. vital information. Yeah, with Lori Beth Dimberg. I thought she was. In there the, was, but Amanda Vines, who was, um, what did she do? I don't. I don't know. No, she. No, she. She didn't, didn't, she didn't have her own bit. She then did Ask Ashley, but that was right. Okay. And but there was or the Ashley, the Amanda show. Sorry, right. There was the Amanda show, but it um, was Everyday French with Pierre Escargot, which was Keenan Thompson in a raincoat and in a, a bathtub. in a bubble bath with flippers. With flippers, I think. yeah, and, and a, a rubber, rubber ducky. ducky. Yep. I do not know how I got her yeah. mixed up with him. Then that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you did that either. In my brain, it's all Danny Tamburelli, who was a voice on GTA Five. It's true, he was. <laughs> which was just coming weird back to out, of, out of nowhere. All right. So regardless, going on. So. This week was really cool in terms of space stuff. I did not know you were going second. Yes. I missed that. I was all prepared, and I was like, oh, I'm closing today. Anyway, continue. Space. In space. Yes. So, first off, we had the super moon eclipse. Super Super blood blood moon. moon. Which, please. I didn't see because it was overcast Because we live in Pennsylvania. No one in Pittsburgh saw it. As far as I can tell, no one likes... East of the Mississippi. So, funny story about this. Did you guys? We have a hurricane. So, what happened after you couldn't see it? What did you guys do? I went back inside. I did as well. I never went outside. I just looked out my window and we went outside. We had to go. We had to like lean around the building. I have a window that was facing just perfect where it would be, and I can't see anything. So, since I couldn't see it, I I fire up YouTube live YouTube because they do the live videos oh, yeah, yeah. and I looked for a live feed of it and there was probably cool. about seven people doing it that were getting a lot of hits mm-hmm. NASA being one of them so of, of course, course I went NASA's to NASA gonna do it. Yeah. and they couldn't get their camera to show the moon because it was just too dark oh no so I'm sitting here watching the they don't have NASA a high exposure feed. well they couldn't figure out how to like lighten up the image because it was a newer camera and they didn't have like oh. controls to figure it out it was, it was they really needed to I'm not going to lie it was pretty bush league and I was like oh, this is <laughs> terrible yeah yeah so that's newbies a guy Underneath the mistake, yeah. Actually, a guy who was getting more views than NASA was 
had a perfect shot of it. And like, nice. what's funny is I like, go to it. I'm expecting like it to be like a news channel or something like that. Right. It was just some dude. Some, some dude, dude. Well, with some an prob- accent that I couldn't understand. And like, you could hear him rustling around in his yard, just like setting up the camera. Probably an amateur astronomer. Yeah. yeah. Um, who like has a high, ex- maybe even uh, like. Uh, an electronic telescope exactly. right. might have been just high exposure. Yep, so there was that. And everyone was freaking out over that because it was really cool. Yes. Yeah. We're also all going to die because of blood. No, right. Kidding. Uh, the other thing die. was NASA over the weekend was like, hey, we got some big news that we're going to release on Monday. And then About it, Mars. And then Monday. It came out, Mars Monday. And then it came out that it's like, hey, we found water on Mars. And then they came well, out not, on Monday. Not just and water. Today. We've known about water. Flowing water. Flowing, flowing water. Well, it was flowing salinated water. Yes. Yeah. I don't care what kind it is. It's flowing. Well, the, that's, that is the big part about it, is the fact Swiftly that it is salination water. Which, right. I mean, at first I just couldn't understand how it's even possible to have water that doesn't just automatically evaporate on Mars. Or be frozen. Or frozen, yeah. Like, they always talk about if you were to have exposed skin on Mars that... It wouldn't work so well. Like, you would, like, it would pull the liquid out of your body... Yeah. Or, like, pull the liquid out of your eyes. Right. And that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's super dry. So, so, yeah, I don't understand. So, what they have found, and this is something that they've known about a little bit in previous probe searching. Yes. Is that they, they've seen little streams, basically, flowing down what appears to be flowing down crater walls. Well, mm-hmm. they saw the residue of the stream. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And lines. so, they, they called them what are called reoccurring slope uh, line A. Yeah. Or RSL. Now they've actually been able to turn on an instrument with the orbiter to analyze the chemistry of these RSL flows. And they have found, yes, it is actually flowing. There is uh, basically salt in there. And that is a really amazing step to potentially find life. Uh, yeah, at least. you say, typically the, the saying is where there's water, there's life. Right. And so they got really excited, and they were they posted a whole article on it. If you haven't had a chance, I really recommend it. There's it was super there's cool. So much stuff about it um, that after last week, I don't feel like saying all the science stuff. So I was just excited. Yeah, yeah, I was just excited that people a were so interested in this, and b that NASA was being so cool about this because after they did this, they went to Reddit. Some of the scientists right. put yeah. up a AMA or Ask Me Anything, and they were just there answering questions for people. I honestly think that you know, given, intelligent. given the sort of the budget cuts to the space programs, mm-hmm. that NASA has been just trying to sort of get as much publicity and public attention as possible, because right. really that's the only way they're going to be able to convince anyone to say, hey, this is worth funding. We I need agree. to do this. And they've been really smart about doing yeah, it, exactly. too. Yeah, exactly. Like, they've done a great job. Whoever's handling their Twitter account Well, it's like they do, the, they do the NASA tweet-ups. They do, uh, you know, where they have people out, like, at launches and things like that. They That's do really those. Cool. They're doing all of this, you know, like, daily stuff. Don't forget about, like, all the cool Mars rovers that uh, they've had their own Twitter accounts oh, that yeah. have mm-hmm. a personality to them. Right. And making it feel like you're really there, like, part of the mission. Like, mm-hmm. it's and, really and cool. they're really engaging the community that is tr- interested in this. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one of the things that I saw in the AMA was one of the top responded posts that was yeah, there. 4,000 upvotes. Okay. Nice. It was a fourth grade teacher who had asked their class, you know, what do you want to know about this discovery on Mars? Mm-hmm. And he kind of cobbled together a... Some questions, a, yeah. 
a, a yeah, he kind of translated for the class a little bit. Yeah, sure. Um, and came up with a question like, you know, is this a reoccurring thing? Is it what I think it was like? Is it like seasons or something? Um, like that? Well, the the exactly. I have the question pulled up here. It says, okay, could great. there be Martian life in the water since it's only there at certain times of the year? What right. might happen to the life when the water disappears? Um, and Which then, is a super smart question, yeah, by right. the way. Yeah, and then he goes into the hibernation phases of animals on Earth and how it's mm-hmm. possible that even though there's only water at certain times, that they could burrow in the water, like get burrow into the ground and like mm-hmm. hibernate or whatever. Um, they just give other things like that. Like there's so much variety in life that you don't know exactly what you're going to find. Right. And so, so they actually responded to it and they were like, you know, that's a really great question. And we're based on what we know of it, it doesn't seem like the water is going to be of the right chemical makeup really Mm -hmm. to support it, you know, but there could be life that we aren't used to. Exactly. I was going to say, extremophiles are really cool. Extremophiles being organisms that thrive in very unusual circumstances. And you usually hear about them deep, deep, deep water. Or in caves or like close ecosystems Mm -hmm. in caves. And And they've also said that they don't want to get the rover too close to this water flow or these water flows because they don't want to risk contamination from microbes on the rover itself. From Earth. Because it's not pure, purely sterile. Now, they could make them so they would be, but they didn't have that plan when they launched the rover. So even though they put it in like, you know, like they call it like a a white room, like one of those, you know, Mm -hmm. gloves. You can't avoid it at all. But, well, they can make it even more so and make it so it's It's safe enough for what they want. I Um, I saw something about it, like sterilizing the next rover by putting it in yogurt. And I didn't read on after that, but I was just like, there was something about Literally dunking a rover in yogurt <laughs> to sterilize, and I'm like, I might read that, but then moved on. Um, one so. thing I did want to bring up, like, because I'm reading through the AMA, and one sure. of the questions I originally had, um, which I think they've said this in the past, but it's just good to hear, is uh, the question was, how long into the future do you think before we realistically land humans on Mars? Right. Um, and uh, RZ, which I don't know who that is, but one of the NASA people <laughs> said. Presently, NASA is looking into the possibility of sending humans to the uh, vicinity of Mars in the early 2030s. Right. I was going to say in this scenario, the earliest humans to be uh, to the surface would be in the late 2030s. Right. They were saying, uh, you know, I was reading stuff about how it'd be more sensible to send people to Mars's moon rather yeah. than to actually Mars itself first. Right. Um, hmm. Interesting. Because it's easier, it's got a lower gravity well, smaller gravity well, it's just... Oh, and that was Rick Zirk who said that, which is right, the chief yeah. scientist, NASA's Mars. Oh, okay, cool. Well, there oh, you RC, go. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, kind of knows what he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about is still sort of science. Sort of well, it is, it is science. Um, Chinese scientists apparently have discovered a new super material, quote-unquote. Um, the idea is that it is a super lightweight yet super, super strong uh, material that they, it's basically like a foam that they have that mm. is, uh, they say, as light as a balloon yet strong as metal with the idea that it could be uh, having military applications for armor for troops and for tanks. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime we find a new super material, the first thing we do is say, Military. Military. I, and I, I don't know if this has been around or if this is just very similar to a material that I, we might have even talked about before. It was like 99% air. and just Yeah, we like, talked about it because like even when the, she was showing it off, it was like floating away in her hands. That's like almost like a, it, it almost looked like uh, a string. But this yeah, is a little, a little bit, bit more, like this is like the foam. I've seen what mm-hmm. this one is. Right. 
They say that it's about 207 times stronger than steel per weight, so the relative yeah. amount of weight. I was going to say. Um, and it conducts heat and electricity with extreme efficiency. Okay. Because what is it made out of? Graphene. Which is a really remarkable material that we're like, hey, yeah. can, gra- can, can it do that? Yeah. It's graphene. <laughs> we got graphene this. can do anything. Is, is graphene also the material that they always talk about space elevators with? Yeah. Uh, well, no, that would be carbon nanotubes. Oh, that's carbon uh, but, nanotubes. But it's yeah. the same material. It's all different arrangements of the carbon of carbon molecules. Yes, okay. And carbon is amazing. <laughs> Turns we're, out we're made of it. Super cool. We're made of it. It can make super strong stuff. It conducts heat and electricity near perfectly. It's hmm. basically the wonder element. It is. And there are some other statistics that they released with it, mm. um, such as the fact that it can be squashed to just 5% of its original size and spring back. Oh, wow. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. It can spring back, and this process can be repeated, repeated about a thousand times. Wow. I wonder what its uh, spring coefficient is. Like, yes. Basically, like, if <laughs> it, it, the, a spring coefficient is basically like, how, how fast much for- it comes back? No, no, like how much force it's uh, is needed to compress a spring oh, okay, per unit length. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. thing that was really cool like is Newtons of force. One piece of graphene foam withstood mm. the impact of a blow that had the force of more than fourteen thousand five hundred square pounds per square inch. What, which is what? What were they throwing at it to hit it that hard? I don't know, <laughs> but. Apparently, this is it's almost like as much pressure as experienced by at the deepest depth of the world's I was gonna ocean. Say, that's like about getting... ten point nine kilometers, known as yeah. Challenger Deep in the Mariana Trench so off the coast. So, of the so, so you could nice. make a submarine out of this? No, because it would it, it would float. It would compress to five percent of its mass. Yeah, unless you well, have no, really all small. All you have to do is put a human in it, and its average density goes way up. That, it, this all sounds like a bad idea. But it's just, it's just incredible idea that we have found this material again. And graphene, as we were saying, is just this remarkable, remarkable stuff that you can just figure out new things with. And yeah. they still haven't figured out everything with graphene. This is still just like, oh my God, this is scratching the it, surface it, of was, what we can do. It's like all of the imaginations of what the future will look like, every single one or almost all of them sort of feature a lot of chromed stuff. Yeah. I feel like it's going to go the opposite way and just be graphene. <laughs> yeah. It it's all was, graphene. Graphene is going to be the future. Like, I have no doubts about this. It's like, what is it, graphene batteries as well or something? Yeah, we've talked Probably. about a lot of graphene. Yeah. If you go yeah. through the podcast, we've well, talked about... Yeah, let's look at our, like, topic density. But yeah, and graphene <laughs> shows up Carbon something. Carbon, is nano, to graphene Carbon stuff. podcast. Strung together with spider silk. <laughs> with spiders, yes, synthetic spider silk. Of course, please, please yeah, come please. on. <laughs> I mean, or real spider silk because we got what is it? The cow? No, what is it? The the sheep that we've genetically engineered to to actually like put out spider silk instead of milk. Uh, have we? That's actually a thing. Oh yeah. dear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't don't ask why. Oh sheep. <laughs> Holy sheep. Exactly. Anyway, um, I just I think. There's so much, so much cool stuff. Science is cool. Science is cool. Tis it is. Mm. Tis the season for William to talk about his topic. Yeah, and actually, it's sort of related to Rob's last week topic about about viruses and stuff. About viruses. viruses. Yeah, this one is about virus detection. And actually, a team of scientists has basically devised a method of detecting every single known vi- well, every virus 
that affects humans right. and, and many mammals. I got a flu shot last week. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I should have. I, I should forgot probably. My, are they just doing them at the right aid? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're okay, cool. Right I might aid. just go in and get I that. I do that too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I recommend it. My arm hurts. Dude, sometimes bit. it does. Yeah. The person that did it is like super awesome, at least for us. I like. She like came to our work and just like. Oh, she did. Oh, she just like runs through like needles in both hands. Yeah, <laughs> stabbing everyone. Pretty so, much. My work was doing it too. I, I didn't know about it because I just started working there, so I didn't know. Like mm. I didn't get on that newsletter, and I was like, oh, they're here right now. I don't have my insurance card. Okay, we well, can't do it. Well, okay, bye. All right. Well. Yeah, they didn't even. For us, it was just like, oh, okay, you worked for the company. Sweet. Give Go us your employee it. number. Stab. Stab. Nice. <laughs> I probably could have done that too. By she either. was super cool. Yeah. No, She's always great. nice. At any cool. rate, this technique is called, and I don't know exactly what the rest of the words are, but it's a, what is it when you take like partial words and squish them all together? What, what is that? Um, well, it's not an it's acronym. A, it's a, yeah, it's, it's like, like an acronym. It's half, like halfway the, between an acronym and just spelling the whole thing out. I, I don't know. It's shorthand? Sure. Maybe. <laughs> no, but it's a vercap, language, but yeah. vercap, I think it's C, because it's going to be like virus... C-A-P, and that, I don't know what that stands for, but then seek is like sequencing or something. Okay. So, and then vercapsec hyphen vert, and that stands for something as well. It sounds like it. At any rate, this is, um, basically it's an improvement over other techniques which have been classically, well, classically, usually used to detect viruses in humans. Mm-hmm. Um, one technique called PCR essentially takes the, the DNA of the virus and kind of like amplifies everything so that it's easier to see and detect it's a, you know stuff like that I'm gonna so, put a magnifying glass over everything kind of it's like hey there are there are gonna be viruses in this pool let's make them bigger and more of them so that we can find them more easily like I want to see what's there right now yeah it's like so you know if they were fish it would be like we're gonna cast a hook because that was the analogy they used was like casting a hook into the pool and seeing what we what it costs but they're like coded hooks so these hooks only catch like tuna if this virus <laughs> is a tuna well um, better analogy i guess would be they only have the bait on them only attract yeah, certain yeah, fish yeah exactly it's like tuna, tuna like these bait and so they're yes. only going to go for these hooks but um what this technique does is basically they synthesize distinctive uh like DNA stretches mm-hmm. um, for every single virus. And it was like 200 million viruses. That took a long time. Well, I, I can only imagine that they figured out a way to automate the um, synthesizing process. Side note, have you guys seen folding at home? Are you guys familiar oh, with this? That's, oh, yeah. that's where you can just make your computer fold. Well, yeah, or no. a PlayStation. No, you can't. No, 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 it's your computer. Yeah. You lend... It was originally uh, PlayStation. Was it originally? Was it? I feel like oh, it would I'm have sorry. originally no, been a computer. PlayStation 3 had the ability yeah. out the gate. Like, as soon as you got the PlayStation, you could yeah, turn Yeah, you could fold down. But right. I think it was... Uh, I think you're right. Now, what it people. does is it takes the extra processing power that your mm-hmm. computer is not using yeah. and folds proteins in the background. Yeah, and it's actually been really successful. Like, yeah, just it's been going on for... Well, when the years. PlayStation 3 came out. Uh, it's been longer it was, than that. It was happening when I was in college. I know. So well, it's been like It's been at least years. 8 to 12 years, probably. That's actually about right, yeah. Distributed computing computing has been around since basically higher speed internet came out because we could also talk about botnets and zombie networks and i mean that's something that's something similar similar but anyway anyway it's it's very cool (laughs) anyway um so yeah basically um you know they were able to synthesize all of these things and so 
when they go to try to detect the viruses, they've pretty much got, you know, quote unquote, hooks for every single one. And so you just like, you drag it through the sample mm-hmm. and whatever, and then you basically pull it out and whatever is caught on the hooks pretty much, you can sequence that and that gives you the complete genome of whatever you caught. And having the complete genome is useful because you can use it to identify the exact virus that you have because it's an exact match. Yeah. And it's apparently they'll go down to about 60% matches so you can get um, sort of mutations on viruses. So it's not even... Variations on a theme by virus. Exactly. And viruses are known for rapidly evolving and changing. So you're going to be able to catch pretty much anything. And it's really cool. Um, And apparently it's way cheaper as well than traditional methods. Um, Basically, they use like a sort of a barcode matching system and they can run like 21 simultaneous scans so like 20 from 21 different people and get the matches from them so it's really really cool and they're working on making it uh, more portable so just like take it anywhere especially like virus ridden places that have Bad Lots of stuff going on, yeah. <laughs> that are virus like the more the more uh, vulnerable areas, and it's just it's really cool that people have come up with this, um, just because I mean it's a step towards sort of defeating disease in general. Take that viruses! I'm yeah. really just thinking of the I think it was a tricorder from Star Trek. Well, that's Tri- basically <laughs> what it that's what it's kind of becoming. Bring it over top of a person, be like they have these viruses. Oh yeah, it's like oh yeah, yeah you're sick <laughs> and you're ill. Don't and that's me. what it's moving towards. It's just you're we're gonna be Go able away. to scan someone and be like, you have this and this yeah. and and those problems. Or and hopefully we can also just you know also do the same thing to cure them of these was, problems. Well yeah, just okay. Stand under this blue light. Okay, you're good and you're good. Back to tank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back to yeah, tank. pretty much. Um, so that that's actually pretty cool. Um, and yeah, I, I, I want to see where and, it goes. And then the other thing. Oh yeah, no, this is completely unrelated entirely. And on a completely um, different note. So mealworms are, you know, not something you really think about very often. They're cool though. Says they, you. Well, sit. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> are you not telling us, Josh? About a mealworm before this. Okay, point taken. Point Bad. taken. Thought so. So scientists have figured out that mealworms can actually subsist on a diet of styrofoam. And be perfectly fine. What? Yeah. They just, you know, they eat styrofoam and they poop dirt. As, num, far, num, as, num, num. as far as I can tell... I don't think they poop dirt. They, they just, poop stuff that can be put as fertilizer. fertilizer. AKA, so it's, they poop poop. It's dirt-like. <laughs> they poop poop. <laughs> they poop poop. Wow. <laughs> it's dirt-like. Dirt-like. Mealworms can eat anything, it seems. Pretty much, yeah. Um, th- a- and the idea is that... Are these like special mealworms? No, or are they're, they're, just, mealworms? they're just mealworms. Just yeah. the run-of-the-mill yeah, mealworms? Just, just, run, just run uh, the meal. Uh, uh, run uh, the meal. Uh, I like it. I hate But yeah, no, they, they basically 100 mealworms ate 30, like, you know, 35 to 40. 40 milligrams of styrofoam a day. and So that's not know, much. No, but it's only 100 mealworms. So yeah, no you, you get like, big. get a couple hundred thousand of these suckers and Throw just like in. toss them into a tank full of styrofoam and just go for it. I'm worried. Mm, why are you worried? They'll grow. No. That's not <laughs> how mealworms Whoa, whoa, whoa. We've all seen you mean, Star Wars. You mean you don't want to see something out of Dune with mealworms? Exactly. I'm thinking more of the trash compactor Walk on the Death Star. Walk without them, you won't attract the worm. <laughs> uh, what was the other movie with uh, sandworms? Oh, uh, Beetlejuice. 
There, oh, no, yeah. there was Beetlejuice, and then there was uh, Dune Beetlejuice. Tremors. Tremors. Oh, God. Graboids. Oh, yeah, Graboids. Oh, dang. Well, <laughs> man, I, I had the Kevin box set. Kevin Bacon. I had the box set for that uh, does not Tremors. Surprise me. I, oh, I, I, nice. Tremors Marathon. It's happening. All right. All right. I got to do this soon. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Hadn't thought about that set of movies in a while, yeah. had you? TV show as well, by the way. I have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it okay. I, I can confidently <laughs> say that biology does not support a invertebrate. Of that magnitude, magnitude. yeah, it would it would literally so the, squish itself. The, to death. Yeah, the concept true. of biological, you know, creatures Conversion. eating material, waste material that we cannot seem to well, and that we previously thought of. was not biodegradable. Yeah, like literally is not degradable what, via what are, biological okay. matters. What is or, inside these mealworms? Because that I, be, I seem like I feel like that would be. Rainbow. Way easier. Rainbows and sparkles. No. I, I, I mean, we are working on chemical, sort right. of biochemical means of breaking down right. plastics. There is, there is something inside that mealworm that, that is ex- literally them. extracting nutrition from nothing. From foam. Which right. makes me think that the whole idea of just throwing foam into a pile of mealworms well, no, they, is they, pretty they, arbitrary. They Instead, subsisted on it and did not appear any less healthy uh, than, no, a, than a mealworm that was given a traditional diet of whatever the hell a mealworm eats. Meals. Meals, yeah. And uh, I, I, uh, I assume that, yeah, you know, make one too. I, I assume <laughs> that if a mealworm started <laughs> to show, like, yeah. negative... I mean, do we really care about them? Or are they feeling gassy? Hey. Yeah, Is like, it but at any rate, it, like, if a mealworm started showing... Do you have ne- mild indigestion? <laughs> like, you a mealworm? Negative affect after, you know, ingesting a, a lot of styrofoam? Just, like, just rotate them. Put them on, like, a normal grass-fed diet for a while. Yeah. You know, something bland. <laughs> Easy on their tummy. Easy on the tummy. Be like, hey, you take a week off, you come back... Eat some styrofoam. Oh, for we us. just like spray the chemicals inside their stomach on styrofoam and be done with it. Te- I Teddy, I need you to just you know go on some R and R. Yeah, come on back. You, you know, the mealworms have a union <laughs> and they can only like they have to have a certain amount of vacation days. Yeah, only you know, just I get a rotation. I only eat on Thursdays. You know this, Jack. <laughs> Is that an underage mealworm? Oh crap! He can only work part time. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, yeah, sure. There have to be I labor. Think there laws. can be things devised that should work. And it, it's just kind of cool. And they're working on seeing if the mealworms can eat other plastics. So, like, microbeads, which are, are terrible. terrible for the environment. They're terrible for multiple reasons. Not yeah. just because they don't are biodegraded. It's because they are, yeah. They just... actually destroy your skin. Exactly. That's another issue. But, we're you know, sort of regardless, like, they're working on seeing them, seeing if they can work on other plastics as well. And, you know, I, I sort of have this in my imagination, like, you throw a pile of stuff, like a big mountain of styrofoam into a tank. You just hear it like, crunch, 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 crunch. And then I, like, I imagine down. a sci-fi that horror movie where happen. someone falls into the oh millworm pits and that's the last time we saw it. Except in, the, in reality, if someone fell in, it'd be like, ah! this is so gross. Ah! <laughs> You're tickling me. Is there <laughs> This feels awkward. And it's just like a bad episode of you Fear Factor. You probably squish more with them. Than yeah. It's true. But yeah, it would just be bad Fear Factor. It'd be like, this is kind of nasty. <laughs> this is grody. Yeah, that's about it. But yeah, the reason why I mentioned this, you guys do realize that that's what that worm inside the giant yep. cephalopod thing that oh, was yeah. inside the... Uh, trash compactor. Yeah. It's he, like that on steroids. He is in there, See, like the whole canon of that the, story is that he's in there yeah. to eat the. No, is, is that, the only is that, is that canon or fanon? No, no, no. This is 
Well, actual. It is in Facanum. the Legends books. Okay, oh, okay. It's so EU. it's you. It, so it it's is original. Fanon. It's a no. Yeah, Fanon. It's different because that was made by fans that was not published by uh, right, Lucas. Yes. All right, fine. So this was published by Lucas, but it was not in the movie. It was in the, explaining why a brand new starter or uh, Death Star has a giant. Monster and science Don't trash factor. It. <laughs> it's because it eats yeah. the biological waste the, and all that kind of stuff. The only way we would get one of those, so we just have metals, is if we bioengineered these mealworms into something completely different. Or like we have it's the technology. Happen. I mean, why? We can make them why stronger. would we need it? So they ate so more. We more. Right. So we're worry about Japan then, because they're they've more. got that bioengineering thing going on, dude. There's gonna be giant mealworms. I see it. It's all right. It'll be giant mealworm versus Godzilla. It'll be fine. Is that like the third movie or the fourth movie? Probably like number four. Where's Mothra in this? Is that after it goes through Metamorphosis? Mothra's definitely mm-hmm. higher up on the food chain. That's yeah. going to be like one of the first two movies. Yeah. Well, no, 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 but that's what happens. The mealworm goes into a cocoon and becomes Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Mothra's from. Exactly. From See, styrofoam it's eating mealworms. Biologically engineered. This is, this is the future. You heard it here first. We have figured it out. Can this we copyright? Can we like copyright this plot? And <laughs> this is fanon. Make, <laughs> this is fanon. This make is, sure yeah, that they, they don't actually make, make this movie. Do not make this styrofoam movie. eating. The we worst. know. We know that Hollywood moguls are listening to our podcast. Okay. Did the last Godzilla have Mothra in it? No. I didn't watch it. I don't know. Don't know. It had I, Brian Cranston for no, like no, a hot that, I didn't watch. There was another one. Yeah, literally that, enough to put him in the credits. I think there was so, one that just came out. So, side note to that, mm-hmm. Brian Cranston uh, did an interview on Nerdist. I listen to that a lot. That's why I make, I make yeah, references. Yes. Um, and they asked him about that, and he's like, even outside of you know the fact that I played the character, even if I hadn't played the character, it was a bad decision to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I could have been the redemption story. I could have been the son redeeming himself and growing, and like you know he could have been sacrificing himself for his son, and yet he just died. And he's dead. And he's dead. I still say he died because they had to pay him a lot of money, so they're like, get him out of the movie. <laughs> I, I really, yeah, really makes the budget by the. <laughs> We just need him here for three days of shooting. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> we'll use him in the we'll use him in the trailers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll sell it, it off his name. I was gonna say the uh, the dollars to uh, income ratio. Yeah, it's be pretty it's fantastic. The dollars yeah. to Cranston ratio. And the dollars to Cranston. All right, new science. <laughs> exactly. Well, thanks for hanging out, guys. This mm-hmm. was a, a late night recording for us, and Josh forgot his mic. I forgot my mic. I'm using my old mic that Wait. I used to use from the very beginning of the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. First yeah. it was yours, then it was mine, now it's the side mic. Now it's the spare mic. It's the backup. Yeah. It's the rule of two mic. It's the mm-hmm. one that I use with my PS4. It's true. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good to know. Because I'm glad that one used... doesn't work for whatever reason. It does. I just you know, have that plugged in otherwise. Oh, okay. Um, got it. I have that plugged into my computer. I love science. So, it goes through the stuff and the things. Right. GG. GG. GG.